Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. I'm Amanda. I'm Josh. I'm Tiffany. I'm Bethany. And today we are talking about 911 and 911 Lone Star, um, seasons five and three, episode 13. So this one was, I like this one. We're going to first start with OG 911, FYI. I I like this episode. Episode 13, lucky number 13. Ouch. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's the whole theme of this. These like these episodes were kind of freaky. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, phobias and yeah. Maybe because it was 13. <gasps> oh, look it on me. Good job, Josh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, <clears throat> well, Maddie's back. But it seems like her and Chim have uh, decided to break up, which I'm really bummed about, man. I didn't expect it. the only it. thing I didn't like about this episode. Same. Same. It was shocking. But they're, they're going to get back together, right? I'm sure they just need a break. They better. I, I have not. help. I, I, I don't. Like, you know, he's watching her like with, the, with J. G. G. Young. Hi, G. 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 Well, they call her G sometimes. I'm going to call her G. They call her G. I think that's going to keep messing it up. (laughs) But like he was sitting there in the doorway just watching them too. Like when she finally was in the bathroom with her, just the look on his face and watching her, they can't be over. No. So I'm, I I think, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of, it's like at this point, I'm like kind of tired of it now because it's like, she went through all that and I get it. She was sick. I mean, it, it is what it is. And, and, and I'm not going to, you know, you can't fault somebody for being sick. I mean, but yeah. Jimmy went through all of that. He stuck out, took care of the kid, did all of that search for her, did everything. And then it still ended, you know, and I yeah. get it. That's real life sometimes, but it just felt real kind of, I don't know. It just was real sucky. It just didn't. Uh, that's a proper term there, you know. Just, just it was. I didn't enjoy it, but I'm just holding out that hope. You know, it seems almost pointless to do everything that he went through for all those months just to halfway home. Hey, let's end this thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Wait. <laughs> then why did you uproot your life, spend all of your savings to look for this woman? Yeah. And then break it, up. Like it just, yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess he wanted to make sure she was okay. He, yeah. They say still love each other. Yeah. And I mean, I get him wanting to look for her. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand this breakup. I don't understand the meaning of it, where we're going with this. Why was it necessary? I feel like they've already been through so much. We've been dealing with so much, Maddie and Chim. Like, why? Do we keep having to drag out this relationship? Like, can we just stabilize the relationship and move on to, I don't know, 
somebody else that needs help you just yeah. let them be happy for you know like five minutes my gosh it's been one thing after another with them i just i'd rather them start becoming like bobby and athena and just kind of like <laughs> quieting down it's no, but be careful that, that we love Bobby and Athena. Don't attack them. We do. <laughs> they, they, you can't mess with them. Don't mess with them. Let's not jinx them with. Yeah, you cannot gonna, mess with them. I will riot. I'm going to yeah. start a, uh, uh, a campaign here. You know, hashtag chimney deserves better. You know? <laughs> I mean, the man had a rebarb in his head. I mean, he called uh, chimney for more than one reason, including the fact that he had a hole in his head. You know, so I don't know. I, I'm That's surprised funny. there's not a scar there. Yeah. It always, it also always bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> they should have at least made him like have a, like a circle in the middle of his head or something. Even if it was faint, I think it would have been really dramatic and poetic. Like whenever they're doing like a close up scene and something crazy is happening and there's that little reminder of, wow, look, yeah. what, look what happened and look what he survived and look what he's Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sorry. If a freaking bar goes through my head, there's going to be a scar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I scratch myself, I have a scar. Yeah. So what's going on? There's going to be that. something neosporin he used you know after that just to make sure it didn't i need to know his tricks special kind chimney the character wakes up and puts makeup on every morning you know nobody knows <laughs> you know that's actually a valid point i wouldn't be surprised chimney does seem like the kind of guy that would probably use some sort of concealer to <laughs> not freak everybody out can you imagine yeah. like day after day he sees all these patients and all these people you like okay, what is this? It's got to get tiring. Like every time you mm-hmm. see somebody new, they're just going to stare at you. It's like, well, what happened? Okay, here's your story. Yeah. <laughs> a rhubarb went through my head and walk away. <laughs> oh, I, need, I think I need to go back and rewatch some old ones. Me too. Yeah. I know they've just gone through so much. And I, I have a feel, I mean, it feels like it's all one-sided. It feels like it's all on Maddie because if he truly felt that way, you know, then why in that moment would he be like, well, we're done. I mean, obviously the resolution of finding her, making sure she's safe. Okay, let's move on. And you hear those stories of couples that go through just harrowing situations. Are they going to bring them together and cement them or it's going to rip them apart? You know, and obviously mm-hmm. in this case, that's what it did, you know, but yep. it, it feels like, he, I don't know, it feels like it was instigated by Maddie and Chimney being Chimney is going along with it because he's putting her before himself you know but i I, i'm hoping that this is just maybe a means a dramatic way of them to start over you know all over again have something new because they're never going to be what they were before but they can you know maybe have something fresh i think i'm hoping it's just drama a story arc that they're starting and going to resolve you know and look it back together and it's just something to keep us on our toes for a while but that's what i'm hoping but yeah, I don't know if Chim really trusts Maddie right now. And I think that is a big issue. Yes. Yeah, it's true. So I can see maybe that being his reason why he doesn't think that he should be in a relationship right now. Yeah. I mean, you even saw his fear whenever he walked in and saw the bathroom light on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that was his fear. Like, okay, it's something finally happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, you can't live like that every day together. It's, no, I mean the more and more we're sitting here talking about, it and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, it's probably good they're not together right now. No, I, I I'm talking agree. myself I mean, out of it. 
yeah like you said i think it 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 kind of like when traumatic things happen it either brings a couple together it pushes them apart you know you just see it all the time and sometimes being apart is is kind of what needs to be you know happening you know but let's just hope they're on a break but i do feel like i think uh jennifer love hewitt i have a feeling like she's probably trying to like like tug away you know and go do other things you know um because i mean she was gone for what like half of this season i mean and then just well, that like, might be big episodes you know that might be like her that was probably well she just had the baby in real life yeah, right she just had a baby yeah so that's understandable i mean she's yeah. done shows in the past that have lasted like how, how long was ghost whisperer on oh god i was on forever yeah i mean she's she likes doing i think she likes doing shows so i can see her sticking around for a while really since she did come back after that i mean that yeah. that could have really they could have written her off of that five yeah. seasons ghost whisperer was so maybe i've just watched it so many times <laughs> i've never seen it Seriously? am i the only one that's seen ghost whisperer confession i have never seen it either but i am familiar with it like i'm i'm, I'm familiar like i knew jennifer love hewitt was in it like i I know a little bit about it. I've just never actually, I think I've maybe watched one episode. I've watched that, but I've never seen a whole season. I don't even think I've seen a full episode. I mean, I'm super aware of it, but I've never like sat down and watched it. (laughs) And I used to be a big fan of hers. Like back in, um, oh, what was that movie? I love that she did Um, with Susan Sarandon. Um, Heartbreak. Was it Heartbreakers? Heartbreakers. Oh, yeah, I think I think it was was Heartbreakers. I have not seen that either. Where her and the, her mom and they're doing the cons. Yeah, I think it's Heartbreakers. Yeah, Heartbreakers. The, she did a Hallmark movie with Betty White once, and like my parents <laughs> love it. <laughs> it's like Hallmark, Betty White, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Why not? But it's like this really sweet story. It's called The Lost Valentine. It's about a guy in World War Two, and it's like really sweet. But like, it's my parent, one of my parents' favorite movies. I've, I've heard of that one. I love that movie. I love her and Betty White together. They were so cute. Yes. yes. Betty White. I mean, anything and everything she does is incredible. So, yeah, I'll watch anything with Betty White in it. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Betty. Yeah, Maddie and Chim find out that they have both been replaced in their jobs, which is not thrilling for either of them. <laughs> well, I mean, what did they expect? Uh, yeah, that's true. Chimney had a whole I mean, other job. Yeah, yeah but. <laughs> We're their captain bobby my brain just i think i mean, I don't think chim will be out of no. work too long i mean bobby I said he had always had a place there yeah, yeah. So. he'll be he'll be back i'm not i don't i don't feel like i'm too that concerned about it no. maddie on the other hand i don't know yeah i'm not sure about maddie i mean bobby was willing to cook him a whole specific meal so i mean with all that fish <laughs> as long as it was fish <laughs> he just wanted to get rid of the fish he was pretty- oh, just kidding. <laughs> you're just pretending to be nice (laughs) oh Oh. man all the fish when we got to see albert oh special shout out to albert i like him he's like our little rare glimpses we get of him (laughs) i guess ice cream it is for dinner i know it looks so different with a mustache too oh my gosh he needs to shave that thing off if you're listening (laughs) 
we were watching and everybody was watching together and, and my mom actually goes who's that yeah <laughs> uh that's jimmy's brother uh all right. what oh, okay <laughs> the mustache of disguise yeah, exactly. right. suddenly realized why that's a disguise why that's been a disguise all these years like it really works <laughs> it, it actually works yeah it's like the same thing with like i didn't believe that people wouldn't recognize clark kent as superman oh, okay. i saw zoe deschanel without bangs and it's like <laughs> <laughs> never mind i get it <laughs> yeah well, didn't uh, was true. Henry Henry Cavill he did that right. He put glass like the thick rimmed uh, Clark Kent glasses and like just walked down the street and like nobody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Recognized him anyway, but it was like right around the time where the Superman movie came out, and he's just like walking around with the Clark Kent glasses, <laughs> like nobody knew who he was. And it's like okay, I guess it's for real then. <laughs> like it works that way. Um, Rain I Wilson would notice did him. it. Yeah, he wouldn't notice. <laughs> it. I don't think I can know that's him. Hello. <laughs> You cannot tackle people, Tiffany. <laughs> it's frowned upon. <laughs> so the police come. <laughs> well, then it's, you, then, then, then it's a law. I just need to be able to run really fast. <laughs> but can the, you outrun Athena? <laughs> it's no. a perfect pitch for like <laughs> like an episode of 911, you know. <laughs> yeah. A celebrity visiting. Oh no, we can do it in LA. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, (laughs) I'm thinking Lone Star right now. (laughs) Well, I could not even talking about Lone Star. (laughs) Your brain's already in Austin. (laughs) It could happen in Austin too, you know. It could. A lot of famous go. A lot of famous people go to Austin. They do. A lot of move there also. Yes, very recently too. So I don't know. I think I think they'll eventually both get their jobs back though. Probably. I think they will. Yeah. I mean, even the new guy was like, well, it looks like I gotta start packing my bags. Like, do we yeah. need <laughs> I like him too? He's nice. Pack it up, buddy. Probably just gonna make yeah, him like yeah. assistant fire chief or something like that. You'll see it'll just be some made up title, but they'll accept it. That's true. Yeah. I mean, maybe he can be a fireman too, right? He's not I just a paramedic. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he can because he's gone into buildings before too with the guys mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so that could work i think in 911 they're both yeah so he can i mean i'm sure they can find a spot on the truck yeah mm-hmm. engine something yeah Fit because i think he was in a building also... when that's how he got the rebar they were they were fighting yeah yeah it's it's um Chicago, they do not paramedics and firemen are totally separate. <laughs> oh wow. Totally separate. I wonder if that's like a real thing or that's just for the show. In Chicago, like how do they do that? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. But oh, okay. So my man, Eddie. Eddie. My oh. man. He is really struggling with his past right now. And which he's gone through a lot, hasn't he? Oh my gosh. Like he broke me this week yeah i'm a huge ryan guzman fan so seeing him break down like that just broke my heart and christopher sitting there and hearing everything just yeah i knew as soon as as soon as i heard a phone ring i was like oh it's gonna be buck's phone yep i knew chris was christopher was gonna call it buck yeah uncle buck 
No, I mean, he's going to therapy at least. I mean, yeah. he's doing all the right things. Just, yeah, he's at least trying to get help. <laughs> not, but, not an instantaneous event, you know. No, no, no really when he's, I mean, everything, all his PTSD comes, I think, not all of it, but a lot of it comes from that, that one helicopter crash that he was in. And, you know, this week just broke him when he found out literally nobody has survived. And I don't think obviously his therapist thought that through, you know what I mean? It just, no, who would, who would assume that four people? Yeah. After the fact, what he probably should have done was maybe like, and here I'm, I'm not a therapist, but I'm just saying like, you know, refer him to a group of people that are already meeting that have been through the same thing that have the same kind of issues versus just saying, Hey, reach out to folks that have already been through that, you know? And it's like, I don't know. We'll touch on that on, on Lone Star, but uh, Mm -hmm. not to skip shows, but you know, that's kind of, kind of makes a little bit more sense, you know? You could see, and obviously they know that it airs back to back. So you can kind of see how the same concepts or, you know, related to the next show kind of. They did. They really, I really liked how they, the two shows flowed together this week. It was really easy to watch them back to back. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Usually I don't watch them until days afterwards, just because to keep my mind fresh for the podcast i hope eddie can get through this though i mean obviously he's gonna have to but i just hope he i mean he can get through this without uh you know causing any more collateral damage you know yeah, he get back, back to his job he does yeah. he's not enjoying missing it doing. so bad he's so not helping it him. yeah I, I thought it was so funny when, when they're like, hey, can you tweet this out, you know, about the road closures? I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, really, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you're capable of. Oh, it, it's Go it, back to work. It's that catch 22, though, because it's like Bobby wants him to be in a better spot to start to work, but work is going to help him get in that better spot. So it's kind of like you have to push through it, that's push through it. Yeah. Okay. Do as much as you can to get yourself where you're going to be safe and everyone around you is going to be safe, but okay. Jump back in. Even if you don't, you know, it, it's kind of finding that sweet spot of when he can jump back in and when that's going to let him heal, you yeah. know? And I think he really needs to work through his PTSD before he goes back. Yeah. Because who was it? Who has already had the flashbacks? Like when they were like in the hole, was that Eddie or was that Buck that like was that panicked? Was it was Eddie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. So yeah, he's obviously this this is not like a first time thing. There's there, I mean, this is an ongoing yeah. thing. He really needs to get to the bottom of this and yes. <clears throat> work on it. It's I mean, I don't That's think PTSD lot. really ever goes away. But no, you just to, learn to confront it and learn to to live exactly. with it and, and how to manage it, you know. Yeah, which I think he really needs to work on that right now. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw him crying on the floor, I I was first thing I thought was, oh wow, he is so far away from being, you know, ready to run into a burning building, you know, and put all of that aside and focus on, you know, 
rescuing the victim. And it, it's so hard, you know, because you're thinking he's falling apart and can't do that, you know, in the middle of a call. But mm-hmm. again, he's dealt with that stuff in the past too. So he, he needs to, you know, get his feet on solid ground so he can keep going. But, you know, like I said, it's that catch 22. That's so hard. But yeah, I think I feel like as hard as this was, and it felt felt like a setback, and it probably at the beginning was, I think it could also work as a breakthrough as well, you know, because it kind of helped him realize, and probably his therapist and everybody realize exactly where he's at, you know, and it helps get it out, you know, he's facing his fear, which was, you know, the plot of this episode, you know, just he's facing his fear, and, you know, that's how he can conquer it, that's how he can get past it, you know, but it's still heartbreaking to see you know poor Christopher to have to go through that as well you know yeah yeah and I think that will push Eddie yes to work hard now that now that it it has actually affected Christopher yep yes I think this will really be a push for him not that he hasn't been working hard but it's more of a drive for him to say okay I really need to get ahead of this yes because he can't keep doing that in front of Christopher No. no And one of the things is that, I mean, he has lost so many people. I mean, that's, I think where, I mean, obviously his PTSD comes from so many different things, you know, especially that, you know, that, that helicopter, you know, crash and flight and whatnot. Um, but I mean, his wife, you know, the, yeah. the, his friends and yep. technically his firehouse family, because he's not working there right now, you know? Yeah. And he's lost everybody except he's lost everybody except Christopher. Yeah. And if you know things continue the way they are, there's a good chance that Christopher might not even, you know, be able to be around either. Yeah. And maybe he's gonna realize that and that would help pop him, you know, back into a way of of learning how to how to deal with PTSD, you know, with his PTSD, you know, learning with it. Yeah. I mean, he said. He's afraid he's never going to feel normal again. I'm just glad he's, he, he sees it. Yeah. Yes. He I sees think that's he like needs the, the help. Step, right. You know, you realize that you need it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that thing so, that's with everything, not just PTSD, you know, it's just once you start realizing, Hey, you need the help, then things start to, the ball starts to roll, you know, in a positive direction. I hope so. Um, also Buck decided to come uh, confront his fear this week. Uncle, oh. Uncle <laughs> oh my goodness yeah so he finally decided you see if i wish if he had just finished the conversation how it was supposed to go the first time <laughs> he wouldn't have escalated the situation you know mm-hmm. with with taylor moving in and now it's it's so much later he's getting deeper and you know maddie's back now so he can you know talk to maddie about it and you know, it's, if he had just, it's Buck though, you know, it's, it's, it's not always simple with Buck. <laughs> he doesn't always make the smartest decisions. Never simple with Buck. <laughs> Never simple <Ever>. with Buck. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I think, I think even, um, you know, Maddie realizes that too. And, you know, their life, their childhood was crazy. They've had crazy things happen, you know, with the brother and then Buck not knowing. And, you yeah. know, so I, I think he, it, it was cool that he got to, you know, communicate with Maddie and yeah. they, she kind of helped give him that insight or just help make him realize like, Hey, you know what? 
I need to go ahead and talk to Taylor about this now. And, you know, that's when he finally, finally let Taylor know. And I was realizing afterwards, I don't even think he told Taylor that it was Lucy. That's what I was going to comment was let's just wait until Taylor finds out that this is the new woman he's working with every shift. She She specifically said some random girl at the bar. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she ends it with no more secrets. And so she thinks that like, okay, secret, you know, like it could have been like, didn't catch her say that, you know, okay, whatever. But if you caught her say that, did it be like, oh no, it was Lucy, you know, then she's going to be like, no more secrets and you're doing it all over again you know but yeah i need to put this on record just so we have it recorded um so what i think is going to happen is taylor's gonna somehow find out that it was lucy yes that he kissed they're gonna get in a huge fight break up and then that is how buck can become in a relationship with lucy are you team lucy over team taylor yes a hundred percent i don't know i don't hundred percent i would hate for their relationship to start like this though you know i mean it was a kiss is that yeah. just because you like ariel <laughs> is it do you feel bad for Lindsay because of what dean did to her is that all that is you know you're like after dean, uh, you know, buck can you know we have Dean, but we also, she is from the Vampire Diaries, which yeah. Tiffany knows is my number one show. Oh, that's why. So you're rooting for. And also love John Tucker Must Die. Ooh, so yeah, she's she's one. just one of my favorites. I absolutely love her. So whenever she was coming to 911, I was like, everybody move out of the way. <laughs> my girl is here. And she's the female buck. Yeah, she's to be the female. <laughs> Yeah, when they announced that she was mm-hmm. joining the cast, like the female equivalent of Buck, and I was like, "Oh, are they gonna actually like make them a couple, or you know?" Because then it's almost like if she's a female equivalent of Buck, then I just assume maybe they might butt heads, you know? Like they're mm-hmm. both vying. I mean, not the literal same position, but if they're the equivalent of each other, they're gonna both vie for that, you know, within their dynamic, within their social group. So I was wondering. But I think that's that will be. That's good. I think that's good for them. I think that's the type of personality. They like somebody that can challenge them. And I feel, I don't, I don't feel Taylor and Buck vibes at all. I don't understand their relationship. I don't, I mean, I just, I don't like it. I don't feel like they're a good match. And I know the woman just moved in and, you know, <laughs> threw his couch out and everything. But so, I mean, he can let her stay for a little bit but eventually she needs to get out and lucy needs to come in i think opposites attract and i think that's why i why taylor and buck work um you know i i don't i mean they've they've had their problems i mean they've been on and off again and on and off again and on and off again it's just been you know they've literally been enemies you know yeah oh i remember uh you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm not te- technically team Taylor and I'm not technically team Lucy. I'm not technically against Lucy either, but I don't know. I just, I, I get that character coming in and I know that she's going to be a big part of, of, you know, of the firefighting family, but I don't know. I just don't see it. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that that's not where they're going to go, or I don't think that's where they're going to go. I just don't, I don't know. It's just interesting. I don't know. I think she's going to be a character that's going to need a lot more development. 
too. Team Mariel. Hashtag Mariel. <laughs> Lucy, whatever. <laughs> Lexi. I mean. <laughs> I'm actually, I've seen three episodes of the Vampire Diaries now, and I'm wanting to see more. I haven't seen any more yet. So she's you need the- to watch all of the Vampire Diaries. Three episodes. <laughs> That's nothing. Three episodes in. I mean, it's like nothing. 12 seasons or something like that. So, Ten, no, eight, eight or nine. Have like five million more episodes to go. You're good. There's either eight or nine seasons. So, I mean, the title of the episode, Fear of Phobia, you know, everybody's dealing with fear everybody not just the main characters but side characters patients it's just a fear episode i loved it it was a good one i liked it and i, I didn't really enjoyed this wearing, wearing halloween colors on the fear episode i didn't even do that on purpose so just right <laughs> you are wearing black and orange <laughs> you know it was funny I, the the theme of fear I don't know. I guess I, I, I have a feeling that it really was tied in because it was the 13th episode. I mean, I do too. I think that's I, exactly right. It was really kind of like off to kind of like, that's a really kind of like random, you know, ran, exactly random topic. Like every call is going to be about that. And obviously, I guess in real life, you can just pick, you know, I mean, the themes from every call, you know what I mean? But I mean, I get a TV show, you know, and you know, they start off with this guy and, you know, the, what do they call it? Immersion therapy. Immersion you know? therapy. Yeah. I'm like, dude, come on, man. And it's just like, I'm, I'm sitting there watching this guy go into this shark cage and you can tell it's already going to be a problem. I'm thinking these, <laughs> these guides, um, yeah, they, they, they're, they're not watching all these red flags that we're seeing. No. You know, it's like, we know I'm watching and I'm like, excuse me. Uh-huh. Yeah, excuse me. I was like, why is this guy not watching? He's not okay. <laughs> and it's like with a thumbs up. It's like, no, don't take that as a yes. It's like, yeah. Thumbs up was like, oh. it <laughs> that was the weakest thumbs up I've ever seen. I thought for I, sure the guy was going to get eaten by a shark when he left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. I'm thinking, okay, here comes the guys, and they're going to be like, well, where's the other part of him? And then like Buck's going to pick up the shark and be like, here it is. So, I don't know. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> it wasn't, we're not discussing Sharknado. That's right, exactly. I have, those, I have a feeling this is pretty close, you know. But I mean, him panicking and getting out of there that fast. I mean, that was pretty crazy. I mean, it's just like uh, <laughs> we were, I was laughing because we we're sitting down uh, eating while we were watching this, and I had a Pepsi bottle, and uh, and, and they were like, "Oh, here. I said he's got the bends," and they go, "What?" I goes, "This is happening to every cell in his body." And I opened the can; it just went like this. You know, all the pressure came out, and I said. That's what's happening. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> but who saved the day? I know. The, fi- the, the, the fishmonger really actually saved the day. He had <laughs> Lucy saved the day. <laughs> Go, Lucy. Go, okay. Lucy. She gets also clean. overwhelmed them with fish. You know? Oh, my gosh. They had so much oh. fish. Just <laughs> the big place of sushi. Loaves and fishes, they just all the fishes multiply. <laughs> hey, hey pa, pa, uh, <laughs> props to him though for uh, 
uh, you know, doing the sushi, you know, I mean, that that's yeah. uh, an art, you know. It was. It looked delicious. It did. Yeah. I don't no, eat sushi, I, but I would have, like, attacked that plate. I'm like, yes. Yeah, it did look really good. I don't eat any kind of raw anything, like, period. But, I do. Give it to me. I've seen way too many uh, parasitical horror stories, so. I'm I like, don't care. If it happens, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I at least ate good. Worth it. Speaking <laughs> of, of parasites, then we got the uh, the spiders. Sorry, um, any of uh, you spider fans out there, yeah, that this know. was Shelby's favorite one. Shout out to oh, Shelby. Yeah, she loved it. She had nightmares. We were spiders sleep last night. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely nightmare fuel. I don't. I don't. I had to fast forward through some of the scenes because we. I got the gist of what was happening. I did not need all of the gory details. I just didn't need the visual. Definitely <laughs> didn't watch it. I saw the whole thing. I mean, I mean, who expected? To walk to see the in the room that he was web. We'll see. I thought he was gonna have like a bite or something. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, that was for TV. I don't think tarantulas do that. There might be a certain like certain type of tarantula that does that. If there's any spider fans out there, uh, you know, feel free to message us. Let us know. You know, let us know. Uh because we kind of do need to rule out that, you know, nightmare fuel, you know, it'd be great to kind of discredit that. That'd be awesome. You know that that is never, ever uh, going to be human being. But in the that meantime, we're going to say that there's been no documented case that we are aware of that that has ever happened. Proto baggins maybe, but you know that we're not in Middle Earth. So there you go. But yeah. I and how did it end up like one spider escaped and then all of these spiders okay. crawled out of there? Yeah. Where did all where these did come they from? all come from? Yeah. That's one, one thing that I was like really confused about because like he was really into the groove of it. I mean, at first, no. I mean, he was just as afraid as anybody else would have been. And then he's like, this is pretty cool. He's like liking these things. And I'm thinking, if you're paying that much attention, you're probably not going to leave the, the door open. You no, know, I mean, you saw him like tapping on him like he was like checking on him and like maybe one could have gotten left open. But I'm like, OK, three, four got left open. Like, that's odd. Like, how long were they there? Because remember, he said that at first they had him. he had them in that one room. And then during the pandemic, he decided to go ahead and have them and give them each their own room. Oh, and so maybe they're going to be there. Yeah, so could it be that it's just been chilling there all that time? Or, I mean, I didn't oh understand. I, I it could be. Like, you know, I, I, I thought that maybe my confusion was the fact that I, like, flipped forward a little bit. <laughs> like, so, where from and how they got there. But, you know, I just, I, I don't know, you know. We're so going to go never- with that it was total, totally impossible. This was all for TV none of this could ever actually happen in real life but i have a story so when i was a teenager we had a lizard it was a savannah monitor they get pretty big i mean ours was probably a foot and a half long fun and it got out in july one year guys we never found it like we got rid of the tank (laughs) February of the next year, it comes walking across our living room. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. I'm home. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's for dinner, y'all? Been Where was me. that thing all these months? What did it live on? 
That's <laughs> terrifying. I know. Well, like, I'm after felt, that because we had given all this stuff up. That's funny. See, I would have felt like extremely bad. Like I would have like had a gut like wrenching feeling, be like, what? Oh, yeah. Poor thing. But oh, then I would have been like, he's still alive. Okay, yeah. he's been doing good. <laughs> I mean, we did. We lived like out in like the country, country, like country Texas. Yeah. And I'm sure he found plenty of stuff to eat. Yep. Yeah, he just hung around and he just finally felt like, oh, hey, I'm back here now. You know, what you didn't realize is that you did have an insect problem, but it was well managed. <laughs> there you go. That was our plan all along. <laughs> so if this guy just had, you know, a lizard like you guys, and you know, yeah. you know everything would be fine, you know, <laughs> exactly. And the final fearless or, or fearful, I guess, I guess this one's fearless. fearless. Thank you for saying yeah. fearless for finding me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, the, the woman that is about to get robbed, I got to tell you, that was, I was pretty actually kind of, I think that was kind of crazy. I, I kind of uh, like seeing the gumption. I mean, obviously I feel bad for her that she was sick, but it was kind of like, that is exactly how you should be handling that situation at that moment. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, uh, I mean, it was like, it was refreshing to see, you know, it's, just I was like, with her up until she poured the gasoline on herself. Then I'm yes. like, yeah. I was like, wait, why? Yeah. Why, why is she doing that? Like what, what, what are we, what are we doing? She's yeah. doing all hunger games, you know, <laughs> well, I think, I mean, there was that, I think Josh, you and I were talking about earlier. There's that viral video going around where the lady was getting robbed at a gas station and she did turn the gas nozzle on them and they got in their car and they drove away. That's like somehow. in the past few months, that was a viral video going around. So I, I think that's kind of where this came from. Maybe yeah. so. Maybe so. I've actually seen somebody get doused with, uh, with uh, gasoline in like in real life, like in real Ooh. life, we're going to, uh, there's a place called Rudy's. Uh, it's like a country store. It's like a barbecue and convenience store all in one. Great place. Mm-hmm. That's a you know unsolicited plug for Rudy's. Uh, <laughs> and it has a gas station up front. Well, I'm, right, exactly. I'm parking the car. They're already inside ordering. And there's like a lady and her son. He looks like a teen, you know, maybe like, I don't know, 14 years old. And I guess she's trying to teach him how to put gas in their car. And they got a big old SUV and she's standing there and this kid grabs the, the, and I'm walking up. So I see all this. He grabs the nozzle, right? And she's already pushed it. Well, he grabs the nozzle and pulls the handle and gasoline just starts going everywhere. And this poor kid panics. So, you know, instead of just dropping it, he like, he, he pulls it back and he like points the thing up and so now gasoline is just like raining on both of them and then you just see the mom like like panic and grab it <laughs> from him and i was like this close to pushing that that big red button that stops the pump so i was like yes this is my chance to actually push that button, <laughs> I the button. <laughs> after she stops it just run over there and hit it, it just yes. anyway right <laughs> I saved you, not really, but I did. <laughs> but I, they were. Sir, fun. you were five minutes too late. Yeah, but I've always wanted to push it. <laughs> but I, I pushed the button. Let me have my moments. <laughs> I pressed the button. Give this to me. 
it, it was something else. It was something else. So when I saw this today, I was like, oh boy. I just I just immediately thought back about that. But she did a pretty good job. And that guy got what was coming to him too. But you know, I, I guess obviously it was one of those things where um, you know, she was uh undiagnosed with uh I, I forgot what Hen called it, but uh she was literally technically fearless. I mean, she yep. didn't feel it. And that's got to be a weird sensation. You know what I mean? You would think that it would just be a, a calming thing, right? You know, I'm not worried about anything, but at the same time, I guess you, your mind just knows, hey, look, something's not right. Yeah. Uh, in the words of Doctor Who, you know, fear is a, a superpower. You know, it's not, not something that's supposed to cripple you. It's supposed to be something that's supposed to tell you when something wrong it's supposed to give you adrenaline you know and uh you know give you strength <laughs> you know when you need it at least that's what it's supposed to be when she said no i was like meanwhile in texas <laughs> like i was waiting for her like to pull pull her own you know out of her purse and, and of course you know that i was before we knew she was sick and it was gonna yeah. lead to but you know i was like okay everybody it's smart to be smart like don't ever be the hero but I was like really excited you know because he knew that the guy was never going to pull the trigger because he would have already so mm -hmm. at that point I thought she just realized that herself that she just was like buying herself time to pull out her own gun and be like okay get away from me and, and get herself to safety you know yep. but then you know you realize okay will it change from there but I thought oh she knows he's 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 just a coward he's not gonna <laughs> you know which is always it's always best to assume the worst and be safe in a situation like that but yeah you know mm -hmm. and obviously they pushed her to try to jump off the building and i thought for a half second like buck was actually going to catch her like midair you know like i was oh. like i was thinking that's exactly what i saw buck i was like oh my gosh like you know they're just going to be holding on to both of them but then i saw the rail <laughs> and he's just like grabbing it or her around like that i'm like okay well that's we were ready we were ready to see buck in the real action that was like get it, we, we got some good action last week when he jumped into the moving truck at least yeah yeah you're right uh, <laughs> but we needed every episode <laughs> of course <laughs> and, and that leads to next week's episode dumb luck so we got fear and now luck it looks interesting they didn't show a whole lot. I saw a woman falling from a building and it looks like, I think it was Buck was going to be the one to try to save her. Of course, of course. Obviously, right? If they didn't do it this episode, they're going to do it the next episode. <laughs> then someone is stealing stop signs, which, uh -oh. you know, that's always not a good thing. Ready, kids. Obviously. Yeah, it looks like it's a bunch of like teenagers or something. And I couldn't tell what the last one was. It was just like a woman trapped somewhere, but I couldn't tell what she was trapped in. So it looks like it's going to be in a an eventful episode next episode. Yeah. Next is it next week? Next week. Yes. Finally... Back to next week. I never know. <laughs> My goodness. All right. Well, let's jump into Lone Star. It was also the thirteenth episode of this one was season three. Wow. And we have an injured woman with hay fever pinned in her car <laughs> in a hay field. Yeah, that was. Oh, boy. What can go wrong? Huh? For those of you who have never seen a single springtime. Yeah. No, I, know. I know that was hay and hay fever. 
but there's a thing called pollen and allergies and all of the craziness. That intensity of that moment of her sneezing, <laughs> she just kept like, like, stop it. The moment she sneezed, I was like, excuse me, what? Like, what? <laughs> I know. It was so random and out of the blue. And then I was like, oh, no, hay fever. Like, you don't think that until she sneezes, you know? Okay. I have to know. I have to kind of give Joss opinions on this. The purple elephant thing. Doesn't I've matter. known that since a kid. Really? I do that. I do that to my kids. I think it's yeah. Like we say makeup. purple elephant, pink elephant, um, blue duck. Like oh, you wow. say like a color and an animal. I don't know. I it's usually we usually say purple or pink elephant. That's our main ones we go to. So Is interesting fact. I don't think that's very popular because I have never heard of that. But I will say this: uh, things like the hiccups. And mm-hmm. I think sneezing, there also can be involuntary. I mean, obviously they are involuntary. Um, and so your brain controls that. So like the hiccups, it, you know, like they say, you hold your breath, you know, for like 10 seconds, holding your breath has nothing to do with stopping your hiccups. What happens is you stop focusing on the hiccups and your brain starts thinking yeah. something else and your hiccups go away. So I think it's the same thing with sneezing. So your brain's telling your nose to sneeze, but if you stop thinking about I got to sneeze and think about of a purple elephant. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You're right telling your, overriding your brain, telling your body to sneeze and you're telling your brain to tell your body to say purple elephant, then it's not sneezing. Mm-hmm. Anytime my kids try to go to sneeze and they're like, <gasps> I'll, go, I'll go purple <laughs> elephant. And they go, oh man. <laughs> funny. You know, and what turned out to be a really kind of a sad episode started out mm. hilariously i mean mateo i mean <laughs> oh my what am I doing it <laughs> oh they forgot <laughs> it would be mateo finding the foot the foot no like, one else it, but you know and i see i, I feel like that's kind of like his personality he's the kind of guy that's going to be looking around on the ground for something <laughs> weird you know <laughs> He was the kid in the outfield picking flowers during the baseball game. Bingo. Bingo. I think that is exactly his personality. And and I mean, obviously it saved this guy's life. So I mean, I guess it's it's worth something, but I thought that was so funny looking for a cyclist in a haystack, you know, it's like and then that song came on. I was like, what is happening right now? I know. I know. I just Hey. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, you're not supposed to be laughing at this. Some guy has his foot chopped off. You don't yeah. laugh at yep. this. <laughs> but it's so funny. It's not oh real. Gosh. No, I know. And then I think I, I you know the icing on the cake was the ambulance driving off and Mateo still holding <laughs> on to the foot. And it's just like, I was like, go <laughs> run or whatever. <laughs> there with the foot in his hand the whole time they're driving off and like, oh my gosh it's still in my hands i just see the doctor and uh where's the foot uh, uh i knew we forgot something i just thought that was so funny I don't know. but there we oh. go uh-huh. also there's another parallel to these two episodes that i don't know if anybody realized <clears throat> the guy who was with the spider thing? His name was. Was it Mateo? It was a, his, one of the victims. Their name was a uh, Horatio. 
Oh, I didn't catch that connection. Horatio. The spider was? guy was Horatio? One of it was the spider guy or the shark guy. I can't remember which one. It was one of the victims. I didn't catch that at all. It had to been spider I, I watch with uh, captions. Oh, there you go. So you saw the word Horatio. Oh, wow. well, somebody, somebody called him Horatio. I can't, well, remember, I can't remember which one it is. Huh. Have to but look one that. of them. And then I was like, oh, because I had watched 911 Lone Star first. Oh, so and then I watched OG. So and so when it say Horatio, I was like, it like caught my attention real fast. I was like, wait, Horatio. I was like, I oh, you guys are, you're, you're going good this week. Right. Well, I think about it too, the opening sequence, you're expecting dismemberment on OG because there's a shark and then it starts with a car accident in a hay field and all of a sudden, like the last thing you're expecting is dismemberment and there. Oh, Horatio, Horatio. I'm never going to think of that, oh. that, that name again. I'm never going to think of a, a Sphinx cat again. You know, it's like, you know, we move oh. on to Owen and Catherine. They're trying to have, you know, some time off together. Of course, obviously, she's getting called back into work. And so now he's having to take care of this cat. And <laughs> oh, boy. But let me just, uh, just a What's side wrong note. with it? I know. It's just like, just a Judd. side note, though. I, I think I would watch like a pile of nuclear waste if Amy Acker asked me to. I mean, honestly, like, yeah. so, I mean. Cat shouldn't be a problem, but <laughs> well, thinking that Owen looks like her ex. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that, is, that is so. What's the name of his character in Parks and Rec? Because that's so something he would do. You, yeah. uh, I, I, I didn't. I've only seen a few episodes of that. Uh, yeah, that that I don't know. I I, I think that I don't know. It, it was funny. I think that. Uh, and the show's yeah. name's Patrick. <laughs> Chris Traeger. Oh, oh, you, yeah. oh, you're talking about, okay, you're talking about, yeah, yeah. That's something Chris Traeger would do. That is something he would do. <laughs> no, I know, and it's so funny it, that Patrick walks in, I mean, you've got this old guy, and I mean, it's literally, you know, it's Homer Simpson, right? The, the yeah. guy, it's He's literally the voice of Homer mm-hmm. Simpson, and I'm like, okay, you know, and I, I, I don't know. As soon I, as he opened the door, I was like, oh, <laughs> It's like I see where this is gonna go. So you know, it was funny, and you know, I, I mean, I guess he got a little bit of bad advice, just a little bit of bad advice from Judd. I would say. Oh my gosh, what Judd needs to stop giving advice sometimes. He really does. <laughs> when he so turned dramatic. around and saw Horatio, what what's wrong with it? I know. <laughs> is that sick? You should have known. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, poor thing. I, daddy I, issues. I know. And and I was kind of like the, through that that whole thing. I mean, I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. And I knew there had to be something, some sort of misunderstanding. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I I, I knew there was something more to this, but so, of course, Owen's gonna keep going. I thought it was like maybe their personalities were just alike because he did. He's like, this is the coconut oil for its skin. This is the, you know, he's kind of like neurotic about that kind of stuff like Owen is. Yeah. And so I was like, maybe like their personalities are very similar. And that's why she's attracted to both, 
you know, maybe maybe they're similar heights, like (laughs) (laughs) both men. I was confused because the way she was talking, it's like she was almost dating the same guy she used to be married to. And I'm like, this old bald guy? What? That's exactly what Owen was thinking. I know. He's, his feelings were so hurt. I know. He, he, that, I think that one hurt him like on a deeper, like like beyond emotional. I think that was like touching his soul, you know? Just like... I don't think I've ever seen Mateo move faster out of there. No, and, and the grin <laughs> on his face in the background, he was just like. We all need a Mateo in our lives. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He was just grinning from ear to ear, and then like, I better get out of here. <laughs> it made him so happy. <laughs> I know, I know. It was perfect. I, I, Mateo's just perfect for for all that comedic relief. I mean, he just balances everything out. But no, just him going off on her. I know. I know <laughs> the AARP card. It's somebody with an AARP card. See. You know, I. Huh? And, and, oh my God, Owen, shut up. I know. And that's all he needed to do was just kind of, you know, even if that was the truth and the way he was feeling, he definitely could have approached that a lot better. He could have definitely had a, a, a grown up conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're maybe talking about a, Owen here. Maybe <laughs> a conversation like somebody that has an AARP card, you know, but I don't know. It's just. He was just. His face when Patrick walked in, the actual Patrick. Yes. Like, oh. <laughs> Suddenly complimented and humbled. Yeah. Well, that helped yeah. him. Yeah. No, he and you like, saw her face when she realized that he thought Patrick Sr. was her Patrick. She, You could see her face in the background, like smirking. <laughs> but you know what, too? I can imagine, I can understand why she probably got upset, too, because it's kind of like, uh i'm sure in her mind she was thinking you know is you know it, you think that i'm capable you know what i mean you know of of, of that yeah. you know i mean it's just kind of like you know i don't know i, I just kind of that's what i kind of got from it but of course it would be a stupid hairless cat that would break up <laughs> owen and Catherine. i Sorry. think they'll be back together too i they hope have- so they can it's a complete and silly misunderstanding you can't break up after that i mean if they break up over that then they don't need to be together. Yeah. She and I think probably that, just a temporary character, I guess. Well, I see. I don't want to see her leave the show. I, I was surprised how well they like threw her in there. It was sudden, I thought they were going to like build up a little bit like, oh, here's Amy Hacker. And then a long time later, oh, here she's again. And then build up to something a little bit more long-term. But the fact that they seemed like they were long-term <laughs> immediately yeah. kind of was a little bit concerning because it's like, well, that she's a great addition to the cast, but Maybe they went a little too fast. And does that mean that she's going to be short term? But yeah. really hope to bring her back around because it did almost feel like that was it. Like that was what the characters are the purpose for. Like just another funny, you know, Owen situation. But like, I don't want that to be the case. Like let's mm-hmm. give them some time and bring come back together. And I think that's probably setting it up for like a future, you know, something's going to happen and suddenly she's going to be somehow involved and it's going to be that shock and awe or, you know, I mean, they, it, they kind of foreshadowed it in their first date, you know, and then the car, the car chase, and then it, it was going to be like, well, certainly that's the end. And then suddenly they're, you know, no, nope, that's not the end, you know? So hopefully it's like a grander scale of that, but you know, if they, yeah. they car chases and kidnappings and 
you know, seemingly terrorist attacks, but the one thing that broke them apart was a cat. <laughs> it's like, okay. I, I, I told you those I, cats. I know. They have bad juju. People. I, I still stand Cohen. That, that's their ship name for me. We're going to call him Cohen, you know. Cohen. Yeah. I like it. I think it'll be good. I, I really want to see Amy Acker on this show more. I think she's she's yeah. a perfect fit for this show. I think it'd be great. I like her with Owen. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I like her with Owen. I think mm-hmm. they complement each other. They do. They challenge each other. I like I like her with him. Yeah, I think she would be a great addition to the cast, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, it's been, what, about five episodes, I guess, now? Or four? Mm, but I would say five. I haven't counted them, but it seems I like more than less, yeah. So, I mean, technically, she's a reoccurring character. So I hope that, like you said, I hope they just, you know, don't just throw it out like that. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't imagine. Like I said, if they break up over that, I'm gonna say, well, you know what? Then that's what it's meant to be. Yeah, like don't waste our time. <laughs> Speaking about breakups, man, oh man, Carlos and TK, I was like, what in the world is happening? Oh, I know. I was really nervous this episode. <laughs> I was too. And I was, was kind of, I don't know, Cooper, Cooper there. I mean, I was just kind of like TK. What's up? I like Cooper, but he still makes me nervous. <laughs> I mean, I know they say he's straight, but have you looked at TK and Carlos? I mean, that could turn a straight man. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I'm totally in agreement with you. I think TK and Carlos are way prettier than Cooper, though. Yeah. Cooper's too uh, pretty. <laughs> he's too pretty. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he's too, he's too Zach Morris. Zach Morris. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to get there. <laughs> I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to explain. Like he's too pretty. Like his hair is all golf. I don't know. Like Owen is very like, I don't know, metrosexual. But Cooper just seems like very like, I don't know how to explain it. Pretty. <laughs> like he's pretty like we're going back to pretty <laughs> i don't know how to explain him like he's just pretty like he's got beautiful hair his eyes are gorgeous like i like cooper i think he's really pretty i just don't find him like hot tiffany you agree with me here yeah usually you have the same yeah, Car- type, taste I, in men as i do i would choose carlos <laughs> over him any day <laughs> oh i know Carlos and TK, they go back and forth with me. But seeing Carlos like sitting down with like the glasses on, I was like, man. 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 <laughs> I like those glasses. <laughs> no. Clark, the Clark Kent glasses, like said. <laughs> and cooking like that. Right. That was- that though, like I mean like I know he's making a point but it was so sweet like he's cooking there and, oh that smells so good and you know oh I, oh oh was I supposed to cook for you too <laughs> it's like oh that would hurt like, I saw him making that one plate and I was like yes <laughs> he did redeem himself though it's Carlos did. did I mean it just I think you know obviously it was kind of like one of those things seeing at the end there when when he was talking about you know Cooper understanding I think we touched about it on the other you know talking about on, on 911 you know the therapist should have kind of said hey you know what go find or here's a group that has experienced 
what you've experienced versus just go mm-hmm. look up old friends that have experienced or just you know l- left it up to him to decide yeah you know I, I i i think there was a lot of merit in them acknowledging the fact that that um that cooper had the same experience and that was valid you know what i mean that he needed that that uh understanding and then sometimes you can't be everything for somebody and that's in every kind of relationship you know friendships and you know and whatnot and everything else as well so it's like sometimes there needs to be something else you just can't be the end-all fix you know and i think that spreads to every kind of relationship you know so i think that i think that was i think it had a lot of merit you know yeah yeah after they tk and tommy had to talk to that young boy and tell him that his mom had passed mm. you could tell how much it affected tk just bringing up memories with his mom and his own struggles mm-hmm. that was it, a really hard call too yeah. man yeah i um, did not expect her to die i thought they I were know. like gonna get her out and she'd be okay <laughs> when yeah. it happens quick <laughs> when it happened yeah i was thinking like no there it's she's gonna be fine but leading up to it you could kind of tell like something was gonna happen especially because yeah the end of the episode the drama was building but yeah when they actually when she went forward and incident like in that moment occurred i i didn't think that it was going to kill her you know i, I thought, thought it was the opposite i was like happened? the moment i saw the her foot go on that gas pedal, i was like she gone it's like oh. it's over i was like yeah i mean i think we heard like a crunch oh yeah then then yeah she's oh it was like, a definitive mm-hmm. crunch oh yes i heard the crunch and i was like well was like thank you your audio designer yeah (laughs) ruined our night thank you yeah maybe a little too well but you did your job (laughs) i enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) not in that not in a weird way that sounded very strange it did yeah (laughs) that's for the other podcast i like those like (laughs) audio clues though the podcast my other podcast the creep one <laughs> but it was out a nefarious nightmare <laughs> all the bones crunching God, i never want to hear bones crunch trust me mm. but it was like i like what i was meaning by that was i like little audio no yeah clips when they add them in for extra i mean you don't you didn't need to hear the crunch okay but it added something yeah. extra just like sometimes when we were when we, we were talking about bridgerton and somebody had said something like faint often that or i don't know somebody had said something often faint and you couldn't even hear her unless you had the captions on mm. and it's like certain stuff like that i like finding in shows the it's little t- hidden things like horatio like, like horatio exactly exactly <laughs> My husband gets so mad at me for watching TV with captions. I'm but. not a caption person. Like I, I will not watch a program like if it's dubbed. I mean, or not dubbed, and it's only in captions. I mean, but then I sometimes I won't watch if it's dubbed too because it's kind of I don't know. I'll take captions over dubbed, but if I can avoid captions, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I agree with you because it's like it's like music. You know, it's like you know when you got a scene in a movie or even a television show and it doesn't have any music you just you're not as involved you add that emotion and sound yeah. effects do the same thing you yeah. know and yeah. so and even if it's even if like you said it's like little things off in the distance you know somebody mm-hmm. you know 
saying something in the background he does add that that sense of realism i think i think as we're listening you you pick up on those cues and it just Mm -hmm. it drives that emotion you know or whatever feeling that they're trying to push you know oh yeah definitely I i think audio is a huge is a huge part of it it definitely is i love i love the little audio things and hidden things we can find in shows absolutely well and that's cool if you can find them in the captions and you all those little things that the rest of us miss <laughs> yeah but to bring it back to cooper because we haven't talked enough about him yet <laughs> who who honestly thought this was going to be a huge problem like who thought this was going to be like an affair yeah i did i didn't think it was going to be an affair but i well I thought that that was a huge possibility, but I was thinking before that happened, it would be the jealousy and the doubt and the mistrust that would pull them apart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, afterwards, then maybe, you know, TK and Cooper would be a thing, but I didn't think that it was going to be, oh, la di da di da. And they're actually, although it did seem like they truly were some, they were, there was something more there. Like there, something was happening. I mean, TK, I mean, Carlos was seeing it. You know, and it made it seem yeah. like yeah, more. But I was thinking the jealousy was going to pull them apart before, you know, anything else would. You know, I understand having to call your sponsor at three o'clock in the morning. I mean, I get that. You know what I mean? That that that's a logical thing for somebody who needs help because you're going to need help at any time of the day. Mm-hmm. But then they show it, and it's like, excuse you, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Okay. I, I know. You're yeah, like, excuse like, me, why dude. don't you just go talk to Carlos? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's <laughs> Which is not, and you have a sponsor for a reason. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, they are, I like that they kind of explain that because a lot of people, unless you've been through it, yeah, yeah. you don't know those type of things. Yeah. So that was a little bit of awareness that they brought into that and tried to explain a sponsor is available 24 7 they will pick up their phone for you at 3 a.m thankfully i've never had one i don't have a problem i mean it runs in my family so i have a lot of family members who have and so i know a lot about it i thought he was going to be a problem and i'm really glad that in the end carlos ended up calling cooper over there and seeing his little smirk right before he closes the door like he knows everything's gonna be okay yeah that was such a relief to see like okay agreed please stop messing with tk and carlos <laughs> now thank you i enjoyed tommy this week though she got, oh, her, I got out of the house and went on a date although you know it didn't turn out so great but she did it she, she went did on. it she had a cocktail under the stars, like she said. Yeah. And do we know um, how long he's cry. been gone? Um, I think did they say it was like 10 months? Oh, wow. I don't know. I can't remember if they said anything or not. Because we haven't had a time jump or anything with this show, have we? I don't think we have. I think they kind of kept it in real time because I know when they showed when it ended in May, because when this season first started, it, it started in January. But the beginning of the episode took place in May because it was coming off of the events that happened in the season mm. finale. It was in May. Mm-hmm. So it made it seem like it jumped from May to January to keep it in real time. You know, then you could see them playing baseball at springtime. And so I, I'm thinking it's in real time. It's April. So if we count back whatever month it was that he passed, 
maybe it was 10 months ago. I don't remember. That's an appropriate amount of time, isn't it? Just to start kind of putting your foot out there. I don't I know. Guess- what the I think every, I mean, I'm sure it changes from person to person. Exactly. I was going to say, I think it has to be, I think it's got to be a very individual, you know, personal thing. Cause yeah, you know, I, I, I'm sure there's people out there that'll just never recover from something like that. But then there's some people yeah. that just, you know, that's, that's, uh, uh, how do I say it? Just like they're, I don't want to call it part of their healing process, but it is, I think in some way for some people, that's part of the healing process, knowing that, Hey, they can, that life does continue, you know, and, yeah. I, and I'm sure her husband doesn't want her sad for the rest of her life. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, yeah. he wants her to I don't think so. so young, mm-hmm. you know, she needs help. And, and, you know, you hear so many stories about people who have gone through similar situations and they end up together because, they can relate to each other. You know, if he had gone on a date with someone else and he broke down, she would have no idea where he was coming from, even if she tried to understand. But, yeah. this, you know, Tommy knew exactly what he was feeling. Just like when Tommy was almost about to break down herself, he knew exactly what she was feeling. He's like, hey, no, that's part of it, mm. you know? And, and are you yeah. okay? You know, so he could try to meet her. He understood what she was feeling and tried to meet her where she was at so I think like you know it is individual but you know they have that in common to help them yeah that even though you know they say the date went bad I think there were some really positive aspects of it I think even that feeling like they're not alone you know and they can meet each other where they're at and hey there is an opportunity for life afterwards but um you know she's more focused on the I got to put on perfume and eat at a fancy restaurant and, you know, things that everyone takes for granted that she hadn't experienced, you know, since, you know, his passing. And it's nice to yeah. see her kind of take that, take in that deep breath, you know, like yeah. it was start to live again. You know? I don't know how soon she'll do it again, though. Uh, it's going to be a while. Sure. <laughs> I think, I think she'll, I don't think she was a hundred percent ready, ready. Yeah, and I, I think Bl- Blanca. How cute was Blanca? She <laughs> <laughs> cracked me up, man. It's <laughs> all like uh, you want to cut back on that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and she was adorable, and she was, and obviously, she had her heart in the right place. You know, it's I don't know how long it had been since she was widowed, but you know, she's older than them, so she's probably felt like you know and a maternal feeling towards them she wants to help them move on also you know so she's Mm -hmm. like you know play a little matchmaker and you know help the kiddos move on in their grief and you know it it was cute but you know she she encouraged it and you know Tommy wasn't ready yet but (laughs) (laughs) I liked her piling all the donuts on her plate I know (laughs) she's like I'll go out with him as long as he's stop eating all the donuts Oh my gosh. Oh, and I love that Tommy called Grace for fashion advice. Yes. I love that. So cute. And of course, baby set for her. She gives the best pep talks. I know. I like, I I always love when Tommy and Grace have a scene together. I really enjoy their friendship. Mm -hmm. I think Grace is like the, I want to say the biggest underrated character in this show i mean i think she is like 
far more important than I think they uh they I mean I give her a lot of airtime, but still I think she's she's uh how do I say one of the driving forces in this program, <laughs> at least in my opinion. I don't know. I think so too. When they what, what was that question on the Facebook page? Like if you went to Austin, whose house would you crash at? And I was like, either Tommy or Grace's, but I was like, I crash at Grace's house and then just have like Tommy over and it just be like <laughs> party for grownups or something like that, you know, like oh, they were real. Like I'd want to be friends with them. I'd be like, hey guys, let's just all hang out. Like, let's do this, you know, because you see them together, I love their scenes together. It's like, I want to be a part of that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's cool, you know. Oh, in real life, I guarantee you, I'd be friends with Judd and Grace. I mean, you know, <laughs> probably having dinner at the Sirloin Stockade after church, you know, I'll, you know, 100%. There's no question about it. <laughs> exactly. I'll babysit the baby. <laughs> I'll do it. No, no, me. <laughs> I get the baby. <laughs> you can babysit uh, Tommy's kids, okay? There you go. Oh, we'll just put them all together, be like one big group. No. Her scare me. <laughs> She's like, I got the baby. That's it. That's all I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. I, I got tips on the baby. You can take those. Oh, <laughs> the twins scare me. No, I would never watch them. Really? Too much, okay. too much shining. Watch the parallels shining. going on. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take the twins then. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure they're very lovely. <laughs> my like, own psychotic brain right it's, it's like it they did it to themselves too remember they saw that horror, what horror movie was it that they saw they had nightmares the twins or they were, i don't remember what the movie was i remember that though i do remember and i was like mm-hmm, you see yeah see so they had <laughs> she's like proving my point exactly i don't think i don't think horror characters would be scared by other horror movies though I don't think I don't. Think I would. Works. Have you seen Freddy versus Jason? Beth? I was just about oh, to say, have yeah. you not seen? <laughs> they don't like each other. <laughs> they really don't. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. I thought their blood sugar was low. Never mind. My bad. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that's all that from the episode. I don't think we missed anything. But what about the preview next week? Oh, uh, it looks interesting. Does it? It looks like there's a a drunk guy that causes a car accident, maybe causes um, someone to lose someone in his family. I'm not sure, but the guy that was in the truck that the guy, the drunk guy flipped over, he comes back with a gun. <gasps> Shoot him. Oh, no. Yeah. Ooh, it's going to be a dramatic. So that's what I'm thinking maybe somebody, he maybe he lost somebody because, but for him to come back and try and shoot the guy something must have happened something bad all right well next week we will see what is going to happen all right so if you want to follow us on facebook it's 911 911 family fan club and i think that's it so see you next week bye guys Bye. bye For our listeners craving more, you can search for all 16 of our groups on Facebook by searching Family Fan Club. Come on over and join the conversation. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok under Fandom Family Chats. We try to always make sure to have something that will entertain. 
Of course, we'd also love your feedback, the good and any bad. And you can provide that by emailing us at familyfanclub2021 at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our website coming soon, where you'll be able to buy FFC merch and merch about some of your favorite TV shows with some favorite sayings and images. We're also working toward hosting a Comic-Con-style event in 2024 where some of your favorite fandoms, cast, crew, and fans alike will come together for a fun-filled weekend. You can find those announcements on our website coming at you soon. Keep watching and listening. And as always, don't forget to share and subscribe. 